ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again to another week of the New Era Oilers podcast. I'm your host here, uh, Nick Chung, here with my very, very good friend, Brett Wilson. How you doing, Brett? Hey, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. You know, it's uh, football started up today, so that's cool. That's interesting. That's some some sport to watch, at least. So um, Yes, yeah, NFL action going on. I see yeah. your... Uh, you maybe have a certain team you support, maybe? Yeah, no, I'm a Texans fan, and I don't really like to talk about it because uh, they are in absolute shambles right now. So <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> that is fun, you know? It's yeah. great to see that we got some major league sports going right now, you know? Right, like Make other than baseball. I, it's not that I don't love baseball. It's just other than the Blue Jays, I could really give two craps. Whereas like football, hockey, all those other sports, it's like, I kind of doesn't matter what team's playing. I don't mind watching, you know what I mean? So yeah. I, yeah. I think you mentioned last time that you're a college football fan. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's, again, doesn't matter who's playing. I don't mind watching. It's all just entertainment. Whereas baseball, if it isn't the Blue Jays, don't really care. So <laughs> yeah, I could totally see that. Totally see that. Yeah. man. how have you been? How have you been over the week? I, I've been pretty good. You know, my, my last uh, couple days here have been a little hectic. I was trying to get uh, me and my buddy Adam, who we've had on the podcast before, mm-hmm. uh, kind of starting up that ball hockey team uh, in like a little league. And we're got it all. We're all registered now. It took, took a, a lot of effort towards the end there, but it, it all worked out in the end. So just oh, excited yeah, to you. Oh, dude, man, it's like the one thing you don't realize is how hard it is to actually just get it all set up, like just uh, the gathering of the people, the funds and everything else, right? So uh, ball hockey would be fun, though, man. Like I played ball hockey, what, like I think I think I did it three games, and I'm going to be totally honest with you. I'm totally used to ice hockey, so like the Uh gliding, you know, you get legs get a little gas, you can just coast it (laughs) out. Even roller hockey was fun, right? I did ball ball hockey like four games, and I was like, nah, man, I'm just too over. I'm too over this. Not for you. (laughs) So far out of shape, which is weird because I've been playing football for the last few seasons, so here I am running Mm. anyways. But as soon as you put a hockey stick in my hands, I'm like, nah, man, this ain't for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, it's a lot of work, eh? but. Ah, man. Yeah. Have, you played, have you played ball hockey before? Or... Uh, not like not in a league or anything before. Like, I've like <laughs> I, I think I mentioned in a previous episode that I just I used to play soccer mm-hmm. a lot. So, yes, you I imagine you know, I play ball hockey in gym can't be that difficult, right? <laughs> no, man, no, no, no. I mean, let's be honest though, you got a little bit more energy when you're that young, <laughs> so. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, no man, you'll have a lot of fun. It's uh, it's weird though, cause like you're used to. I'm used to ice hockey, for instance, and even roller hockey yeah. again. Even roller hockey again, you shoot the puck, it's dead straight. You go to ball hockey, and when you put a little bit of a spin on that ball, that ball will do some <laughs> wild things, man. You gotta watch out, dude. I don't know how many times I was standing in the corner or just off the net, and all of a sudden this ball comes slinging towards me. I'm like, bro, I don't even think you're aiming <laughs> over here, man. What's going on? <laughs> But, yeah, uh, I know you gotta like learn how to. Oh, it's a totally different really shot, dude. Ball, I, yeah, I like yeah. to fancy myself a slight goal scorer when I played ice hockey, but when it came to ball hockey, man, I had hands of stone. I couldn't score. <laughs> I, every time I'd shoot, the ball would be like going towards the net and then ricochet off the side. I'm like, I don't even. I, <laughs> I aim into the corner to try and hit the net. I don't understand it. So I was just, I just stood in front of the net. Was like, yeah, maybe I'll tip one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's pretty funny. No, yeah. yeah, I I guess yeah, I never really um I guess that for most hockey players it's probably that way. Just for me, I, I well like I said I played soccer, so right now running around if like a, a gymnasium with a stick in my hand might not be too different. So No, it won't be different at all, man. It's just like I said, it's <laughs> only thing is just a lot of running you don't realize like especially over like during this covid whole thing like not really a lot of people have been super active so like when like honestly man getting back to football this season after two years off dude like <laughs> let's be honest my team was riddled with injuries just because like nobody's done anything active for the last two years right so oh, but boy, no. yeah. hey man you'll get into shape quick so that'll be nice yeah we're hoping for it <laughs> yeah no that'll be a lot of fun though yeah, no, it's going to be fun, uh, but it's like, uh, you know, I don't know, what's going on in the league these days, Brett? Like, what's what's the big news piece out there? Oh, man, there's, it's. I mean, Eichel still is kind of that whole confusion. What's going on with Eichel? Anybody know? Anybody curious? I, he saw, I saw he got a Twitter finally, so 
everybody as soon as he got a twitter everybody's like what's he saying and then he put out random emojis and everybody's like that's got to mean something buffalo sucks but <laughs> but i don't know man it's it's hard to say like that's the only downfall with the off season is the news is kind of slow as far as uh day-to-day stuff i mean well sucks to see crosby get an injury they better keep him healthy for the yeah. olympics that's all i gotta say yeah i, I agree because oh boy it'd be just it'd be weird to not have him there that would be super no. weird, especially when he's, like, still a very dominant player in the league. You know what I mean? To not have him there yeah, he's still weird. Still Plus, a really good player. Everybody wants to see McKinnon, Crosby, and McDavid all on the same team. So let's be honest. <laughs> that would be a beautiful sight to see. Every every Canadian worldwide will have that slight tear in their eye, just like the old and the new coming together. You know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I, I made a post today on the New Era uh, Instagram account. At New Era Oilers, by the way. For if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. <laughs> but it was like on on the history of Northlands uh, Coliseum, and uh, for from like doing the research for that, I came across like um, the WHA held some All Star games there between the WHA All Stars and like and uh, Moscow Dynamo Moscow, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they were talking about how like, uh, well, I was like looking at the roster and I read a little it like little insert there that uh, Sydney not not Sydney Crosby not in seventy nine. <laughs> I was gonna be like, I don't Sorry. even think it was uh, yeah thought about then yet. So yeah, probably not even a thought to that point. But uh, no, Wayne Gretzky would play on a line with like uh, Gordy Howe, for example, on that on a team. And I was just mm-hmm. thinking about that like, oh, crazy! That must have been amazing to watch happen. Oh man, it's gonna be a spectacle. Just, I mean, you outside of Canada. I mean, Canada, Canada could have an A, B, and a C squad. To be totally fair, probably. But, I mean, you got these other state places like the states and I mean, Finland. Sweden. Yeah, Sweden will be a great team, great matchup. I, it's that's why I'm happy they're actually going to the Olympics. I know when we recorded our last episode there, we were kind of like, ah, it hasn't been said yet, but like we really want it, and then sure enough. As soon as we get off the podcast yeah. record, and it's like, yeah, no, they're doing it. So oh, man, they're doing so, it. Yeah. So no, that's going to be exciting, man. It's going to be great hockey. I think you look at like an all-star game, but like it's like a world junior all-star game, essentially, except it's, I don't even know how to explain it. Like the format's oh. world juniors, but it's like an all-star game at the same time. It's, it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun, man. It's going to be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah. It's like the best of the best going at it. I mean, mm-hmm. and for their country, no less, which honestly, is there really a, greater honor than playing for your country at some point like i don't get much better than that i honestly do not think there is i you look at everybody um that's like the biggest thing they always say is it's a privilege it's an honor it's all this it's like honestly a lot of people talk about their stanley cups but some people are more excited about the stuff they've done with the leaf on their jersey right so yeah i don't know man like i'll tell you right now that if i ever had the chance to have that jersey on my shoulders i would be like you know sleeping with that thing afterwards and like just going to the clubs with that thing on just, <laughs> just yeah man i don't think there is a greater honor and like you look at like canada for instance the, the pool we have to select from and if you're actually selected to be on that team it's just got to feel that much greater right like has to oh. like like man. i said we could have an a b and a c team if we wanted to so the people who actually do get that uh, honor of uh, wearing that Canadian jersey, that'll be, I guess, I, it would be amazing, to be honest with you. And then to win a medal, you know, stuff like that. Win a gold. Imagine imagine how Crosby felt when he scored that goal in Vancouver. <laughs> could you imagine the, oh, man. Like, he, he, was, he was going nuts, and that's Sidney Crosby, who's done a ton in his life. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, like... We're talking about potentially McDavid going out there and having a really good shot at potentially winning himself a gold medal, you know? And I think that translates uh, into the NHL experience too, because, you know, you talk about bringing in experience, you talk about winning. What what better way than to have all of Canada's greatest all together? Oh, 
Well, here's the crazy thing. Here's the craziest thing. I mean, yeah, like you said, you got Canada's greatest. And then you look at what McDavid's been able to do with the people he's played with. None of them, we're going to say, have been what he could play with on Team Canada, right? So Exactly. I just imagine the points this guy is going to get. It's going to be filthy. (laughs) He's going to be that guy that's like, no, you score for me, bro. No, you score (laughs) for me, bro. No, I'm going to skate around everybody, then you score for me. Yeah, no, it is going to be absolutely electric to watch. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I'm so excited to see it. Yeah, no, I'm excited too, and I'm excited. To, I'm excited for two reasons because you look at it like going into it. Now they all know they're going to the Olympics, so the chances are they're going to be going that much harder during the season as well. So, who's to say we don't get a better version of McDavid than we've already have, just due to the fact that he knows eventually he'd be going to play for his uh, for his country, and then wants to be in the most absolute top form that he possibly can going into it. So. Yeah, uh, honestly, that's it's crazy to think. Like, is there another gear potentially? Like, and say, like, for example, right, if Canada does win this gold medal by mm-hmm. chance, like, how much more motivated would McDavid be when he comes back, and how many more tricks up his sleeve will he have absorbed oh, on his man. trip overseas? You know, oh, hundred percent, man. I think you look at you look at McDavid and just that. I think just the experience of itself. And I mean, let's be honest, you got a young kid because he's still, so he's only 24, man. He's got so yeah. much time left. Like he's honestly probably not even in his prime, you could say. You'd say he'd still got like 25, 26, even. They usually kind of hit that mark, right? Because that's when they kind of, we'll say, grow into their bodies. Most, most guys, for instance, who kind of, you transition from that like child form, like not, I shouldn't say child form, but like, <laughs> The youth form to like the the adult form, if that makes any sense. I feel like even for myself, you growing up, you're like right up until you're probably 25, 26. You're like, no, nah, man, I'm still young. I'm good. And then eventually yes. you just all of a sudden you got strength you didn't know you had. Right. And it's just like, oh, that came out of nowhere. So I, it's just crazy to see him progressively get better every year. And then he's still not. I would I wouldn't personally consider him in his prime for another probably year or two at least. So just imagine how much better he'll get. Oh yeah. And I mean like I mean he could pick up like oh what better mentor than the last generational talent in Sidney Crosby? Like hundred percent. Like and then on top of that, you know, getting a pretty close eye at what McKinnon does, you know, is he really you know is he really what they say about him in the locker room, you know? Did you, yeah. did you read those stories about him? How he goes like a drill sergeant. Oh, does he really? Guys, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Apparently, wow. he's very competitive. And well, I, I mean, can't remember everything, but uh, sometimes, yeah, I a mean, lot of his look, teammates respect him for it. I mean, look at Kobe was the same way. Look at that mentality. Michael Jordan had that same kind of mentality, right? That whole Mamba mentality where you kind of don't let anything get to you, and it's all business. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you're out having fun or not. It's still business. You know what I mean? So I. I think if you look at that, I got. I would give him. I'd give him lots of props for that too. I mean, he is a leader in that room. So, if anybody has the right to be like that, then it's probably McKinnon. Oh yeah, he's one of the few for sure that have earned that right. I mean, the biggest the biggest scare with this Olympics though is injuries. What happens? A guy gets injured during the Olympics, season-ending injuries. I mean, that's kind of. We I think we all knew that's kind of the reason why. They weren't at the last Olympics, I believe, it was just due to the fact that. Yeah, so I just yeah. don't know if it was the fact that uh, the owners are just like, well, I'm paying this guy $8 million a year. If he gets hurt playing for his country and not for me, you know what I mean? So yeah. there, there's that biggest fear because, I mean, let's be honest, any one of our players that go and play EI McDry, uh, McDavid and Settle. <laughs> oh, my God, man. McDavid or Drysaddle, either one of them get one of them get hurt, and we're all like, "Well, why did they even go?" You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's it's a fear, man. It's I mean, it's going to be exciting hockey, but I'm going to tell you right now that every time I see somebody get close to McDavid or Drysaddle, I'm like, eat, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah, Being very passive, especially against uh, the Americans. I know those games get really heated pretty mm-hmm. quickly. You know, it's a really good rivalry we have with them. Well, you know what? And because other teams are starting to become a little better, like 
for instance, like you said earlier, Sweden and stuff like that, even those games aren't easy. Like those are tough oh, battles no. as well, right? Like yeah. there's some big Swedes out there. So yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, <laughs> like that's pretty much. It. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you you go out there, and I mean, these some of these guys are going to play against their teammates, but I can promise you right now, they're going to not play like their teammates when they go to play each other, right? So yeah, as soon as I, that jersey goes on, it's all all's fair in love and war, right? So, hundred percent. Yeah, it's going to be weird, you know, McDavid and Drysaddle on either side of that that uh, line potentially. It'll be odd to see them pass to each other. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's gonna be, ooh, it's gonna be fun. I, I just, I don't know, like that really gets me going. Just the potential of like, and and not even just for McDavid too, you know. I mean, Drysaitel, I don't know how much he could learn from his fellow countrymen, considering that he's probably their best player, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but you never know. I mean, maybe Nurse makes it to the Canadian roster too, and the things I could do for him. I mean, with the way he played last year, I don't see why he wouldn't at least have the opportunity to. Um, yeah, you never know. Like I said, if it is a one-off season, then chances are not. But, I mean, with the way he played last year, I think he deserved every right to at least be a candidate for one of the defensemen that played there, right? Um, but it's it, it just the small things that they'll learn, just from, like, just whether it's random tricks or this or whatever from guys like Sidney Crosby and stuff like that, that'll be there. And just like, just certain ways you kind of have a conversation mid game. You're kind of able to kind of like second think when you get to that scenario in your own team, right? Like you sit there with Crosby and you kind of pick his brain and learn the mentality that he has. And he's had a winning mentality right up since he started. So it's, uh, it's a unique opportunity mm -hmm. because we don't get to see these guys. We would probably, under no other circumstances get to see these guys play with each other. <laughs> I mean, other than maybe this all-star game, but even then we all know that's kind of a farce these days. So yeah, even then that's divided up by conference and he's exactly right. Time. So yeah, no, I think, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, man. I think there's a lot to be excited for a little bit of nervousness, but just due to injuries. Cause I mean, as another fan, we just can't lose nobody. Yeah. Oh God. Especially McDavid and Dreisaitl. Like, well, that's what I mean. The only ones that are going to the Olympics are the only ones we can't lose. So <laughs> it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be tough. And it's gonna be tough, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, if he picks up some championship-winning tricks, I'm all for it. So. I'm all for it too. I am all for it too, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's gonna be really exciting. Uh, well, speaking of, you know, potential news coming up, uh, Yamamoto hasn't re-signed as of yet, but I know you, yeah, sorry. I I was going to say, it's kind of like surprising to be honest with you. I mean, we all said how snake, you and I both talked about how snake bit and we thought he was last year and his, his ceiling is kind of fairly high from what I've seen as far as if he could just get pucks to the back of the net instead of just missing or off a pad or off a foot, right? So <laughs> yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised they haven't re-signed him, but they did talk about wanting to have him re-signed before uh, training camp. It's just one of yep. those things that it's kind of got to make sense for both sides, right? Like he's obviously not going to get a huge number. I probably – is there talks about him getting a bridge deal? Or is oh, it's looking – 100% is he, has to be a bridge deal. Yeah, right, so. Yeah, I think we've only got like slightly over 3 mil in cap left. Yeah, so oh. there you go. Not so with that, being, with that being said, then, yeah, I mean, take a bridge deal. I mean, nurse is any indication that we'll give you money if you're worth it. Yeah, 100%. Right? So, I mean, we I, neither of us really thought he was worth the 9.25 that he got, but at the end of the day, he got paid because he was loyal and he played really, really well for the Oilers, right? So, and he was, he was willing. He took two. So He took two, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, honestly, I don't know. Like, you think about it, and, like, what if Nurse decided, you know, I'm worth this at one point, and I was like, no, I, I don't want to take another bridge deal. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> we were really well, cap-strapped in those years, too. No, for sure. And that's kind of, like I said, we kind of got lucky that he was willing to, right? Because, like you said, he could have said, no, nope, I'm going to test for agency if you guys won't pay me then. So we could have lost him, and then that would have been shambles because – yeah, where, where would we be now, honestly? Oh, without Nurse, man? I don't even know. I don't even know. But, I mean, we probably still have Larson. <laughs> probably. I mean. We, we would have protected yeah. him. I can guarantee it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
that would. I don't even want to think about that. I'm right. glad he's sticking around. He's a good too. player. I'm he's hoping that he can he really replicate season. that. Me too, man. I'm hoping even if he, even if he plays like the majority, he doesn't even have to play every game like he did last year. If he just plays the majority of the games like he did last year, I'll be totally okay with it. I mean. Yeah, it's tough now because the, the cap's kind of stagnant from the year before. But, I mean, with Seattle coming in, we're going to get a lot more funds. I think this, the cap will rise again probably a lot quicker the next time. So, Probably. Who's to say? I mean, a lot higher. Sorry, not quicker because it's really going to only go year by year. But at the end yeah. of the day, I, at the end of the day, uh, no, I think next time it'll be substantially higher. So I think we'll have a little bit of space come next season or even the year after that to kind of to kind of help. I mean, we got them for eight years, so. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna hey, be man. sticking around for a while. Yeah, well, we got our core three here for the next millennia. So, yeah, <laughs> yep, till the end of time. Till yep. the end of time. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, you know, the so rookie camp, I believe, is underway right now or just starting. Yeah, I think it's just about to start actually. Yeah, I, th- I thought I, I read that they're gonna have two. Uh, rookie games, one here and one in Calgary. I don't think either is allowed spectators. No, but, I don't, know. especially with the uh, the COVID situation. I mean, yeah. So it's it's tough because I mean, there's so much that like we're gonna miss out on and stuff like that that we used to be able to go see and stuff like that. I mean, I believe you were also able to go watch practices at some point too. Like some kids were able to during the time and they probably won't get that experience this year, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, you know, it'd be cool actually thinking about just thinking about these training camps. So, you know how basketball has that uh, summer league or whatever, wouldn't it be? We did talk about that right last time. I believe we talked about how cool that would be. Yeah. Sorry. I I just had to bring that up again because I, I'm I'm saying it again because I think it would be a great idea. I think so too, honestly. Like the amount of extra revenue, the uh, the chance to showcase prospects. That you know, uh, the, the thing is, the the other thing is, unless you're like a really hardcore fan of your team, it's not very likely that you're gonna know like a lot about prospects. Like, yeah, you'll probably know their names. Maybe their stat lines from like a season to a season. Maybe see like a couple highlight clips, but yeah, it's not the same. At least this way, that you'd actually get to showcase them, right? Like, yeah, like that's what I was about to get on. Especially European players, like mm-hmm. because those ones, I you know sometimes it's hard to find good clips, good quality clips, and yeah. like different angles. So it's, it'd the quality, be nice. it's the quality clips that are hard to find. Most times, yeah. you find a dude in the stands just recording on his phone. So it's like. Yeah. Holy, what am I supposed to see here? All I see is two drunk dudes spilling their beer. So, <laughs> yeah, no, but the, the yeah, no, they uh, they will open uh, rookie camp on uh, the fifteenth. Actually, they have the 15th. Uh, yeah, and then they have a game against Calgary on the eighteenth and the twentieth, uh, I believe. Saturday, Very nice. Saturday and a Monday. Yeah, so next uh, next week, I believe we get rolling. So it's crazy. Very cool. Very or cool. Just, just about a month, I think, just just a month away from some NHL hockey again. So that's yeah, just a shade over a month. Oh my god, I'm so excited for I that. Know. That's that's why I'm happy football's back because it gives me something to do at least until then. <laughs> yeah, because it's gonna drive me nuts. Oh, uh, it is already driving me nuts. Like, I just want to see how, like, my most like anticipated new Oilers to see in action are obviously Zach Hyman. Oh, 100 percent. And oh, the top three is Zach Hyman for sure. Mm-hmm. Warren Fogle, very mm-hmm. interested to see how he does. And my third is actually Duncan Keith. I was gonna I say really, Duncan Keith too. Yeah, right. I was like, I was between him or Cody Cece, but I really want to see him prove everybody wrong. To be honest with you, I really do. I want that Cinderella yeah. story. I want that. So do I. <laughs> yeah, I, I like. I, I want that freaking old Duncan Keith to come in and just shut <laughs> everybody up so that we can all stop complaining about how he's here. And then, I w- yeah. I want to see him just like, I want to see him play his heart out. I want to see what he can do. I want to see if, you know, that he either, it's up to him. Sink or swim. To an extent. You know, to an extent, whether or not the naysayers are true. Yeah, it's sink or swim, I think, for him. Yeah. Especially- I think it would be a- I think if he has a great year, he's back next season. If he doesn't, then he's probably not. Yeah, especially with how like uh, passionate 
the Oilers fan base is. Oh man, they could turn on you. It's an understatement. Oh, dude, they'll stab you. I'm telling you. Yeah, we will. I don't care. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I know. I would won't stab you, but uh, we'll we'll come at you. Like there's honestly, like we've talked about, there's there's no passion like Oiler passion when it comes to their team. So I mean, there's few teams out there that are like that. I mean, people talk about Toronto being like that and stuff like that. Yeah. By Edmonton is just as bad in a smaller city, so it just goes to show you. And the worst part is, it's not even city; it's usually province. So all over this province, you're going to get verbally abused. Whereas at least in Toronto, there's a good subculture of other teams as well. But yeah, no, yeah, no. Like another fan, you're going to get ridiculed all Alberta. Yeah, like actually all over Alberta, and Mm -hmm. like for better or for worse, because like chase a lot of players out but i mean i i I think you ever think that maybe that kind of pressure like fuels some players it does i think you look at some guys and uh they thrive on it right like they love it uh you look at other guys and they kind of just kind of fold under it so i'm hoping i'm hoping duncan keith with this kind of veteran presence isn't gonna like okay i'll show you i'll show you bastards and then comes out and (laughs) just kind of honestly just does unreal like it would probably take the sting of losing Larson away a little bit, I think, if we ended up having him come in and actually play well. Yeah, you see, my expectations for Duncan Keith are, like, just, like, decent top six, like, promotable top four. Like, that's kind of where I envision mm-hmm. him to be. Like, probably plays mostly top four minutes, just kind of based on what I th- how I think uh, Tippett will use him. Mm-hmm. I think he'll probably play mostly top four. I don't think he'll get power play but i could be wrong he might be on the second unit although i don't i don't know i i couldn't really see that it's happening. hard to say i'd like to see bouchard get some power play time this year actually yeah i would love to see that too i mean i think that potentially i know that um our power play strategy and it's been working so i mean you know if it ain't broke don't fix it but mm-hmm. um i think our power play strategy has really relied on just like overloading the first power play unit and like mm-hmm. playing 10 seconds of the second power play unit i would kind of like to see them maybe try and split it up a little bit you know like maybe you don't have to have uh four attackers one defenseman and you can have nurse and bush back there yeah for sure you know balance it out a little bit but we'll see no, for sure i agree with you or I barry think. barry and bouchard yeah yeah no it's yes yeah, who would you rather have bouchard or, uh not bouchard uh nurse or barry uh, f- on the power play, yeah, I guess Barry, I guess just because his ability to like move the puck. But I mean, Nurse kind of showed how he was able to last year. Yeah, no, that's the other thing too. Is like I, I don't think Nurse is bad on the power. Like I think he could do what Barry does. I think so too, and he's and a younger I version. I don't think so, that's too much to ask of him. No, and you know what the best part is? Is I still think Bouchard can come in and be better than both. I think. I agree with you. Uh, right. I think, uh, and yeah. I think I think this is the year that we should kind of start to give him tastes of it. He doesn't have to play the whole season on it, but I think he should at least be there for practices. Um, and then come game times, I think he should see at least some second power play time, if not depending on our lead, maybe even some first power play time. See what he can do yeah. on the power play with McDavid and Dreisaitl and stuff like that, right? Like His yeah. ability to get pucks through is one of those things that I am like foaming at the lips for because it's yeah. one of the, honestly, it's one of those things that we really, really miss. We we don't have guys that are be willing, like not willing, I shouldn't say, but that get pucks through. And You look at Bouchard, and it, it, not always a slap shot, not always the hardest wrist shot, but the pucks always seem to make it to the net, or there's something that can be tipped. Yeah, no, he's got he's really great at just putting out like mm-hmm. uh, straight shots for tips, or even just deflections off pads. I've noticed mm-hmm. he really shoots for the goalie's pads and tries to make a rebound. And I think that's great. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I, especially I think that'll really play to Zach Hyman, who's going to be you so, know a net front presence 100 mm-hmm. percent and way yep. better at being a net front presence than. Chase on or Neil were tenfold, probably. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure, hundred percent. And I think you, you, I, we kind of expect that for uh, Hyman coming in, right? So, but like you said, you, you need a D man that's going to get pucks through. Then, I think if you yeah. look at kind of Barry and Nurse, I, I know they both have lots of experience, but at the same time, it kind of looks like sometimes they panic a little bit. Like, 
instead of holding on to that puck or making that extra pass or not even that extra pass, sorry, just that extra just second of hesitation will sometimes back a defender off. But instead, it seems like as soon as they get that slight bit of pressure, it's, okay, I got to get rid of it. You know what I mean? It, honestly, I, it was one of my biggest pet peeves with Darnell Nurse for the longest time was that even on five on five, that's what he would do. He would come over the red line and literally the whole entire team is changing. So he'd just dump it in. And I, Hockey's a puck. Hockey's a puck possession game, man. You can't just yeah. be going and giving the puck back to them. I mean, if your guys are changing, turn it around, go back the other way. You don't always have to make an offensive rush, and I think I think that's one of those things that we really need to work on. As far as we, I just feel like we give up the puck a lot. Um, not give up the puck. I mean, we just give the puck away. It's not like we're not like they're turning it over or they're forcing us. It's just like dump it, try and chase it, and it's. With our speed, man, that's one of those things that we cannot be doing. Gain zones, stop up, give it back to your D-man, pump it around to the next guy coming on the far side kind of stuff, but we don't do that. It's soft chips and, all right, I'm going to skate off now. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's, it's especially odd because, like, our team, like, the biggest reason we went after a guy like Zach Hyman is because we didn't really have guys that battle very well, I guess, or not enough hmm. guys that battle. And the kind of play style that you just described kind of relies on battling in the corners to get that puck back after a dump. Yeah, 100%. Or intercepting the puck, which I'm not entirely sure how great we are at that. I wouldn't say we're awful at turnovers, but... Our, our best games are when we're able to skate the puck into the zone and set up. Yep. Our worst games are the yeah. pucks that we're not able to... that For some reason, we're not able to break through on the blue line. He can't get into the offensive zone, so we just dump the puck up. And then usually teams, because of, like you said, we don't have those players before that could grind, all they're doing is turning the puck up the other way, and now we're having to defend. And I think you, you look at Oilers, we, that was our biggest thing, especially late in games, like a year, not last year, for instance, but the year before that, and the year before that, where it seemed like the last five minutes, anything could happen in an Oilers game. Because we, oh, yeah. We, we became a little bit too tentative, right? There was no, okay, well, it's my puck. You don't, like, like hockey's a puck possession game. You're not going to win games if you don't have the puck. So stop giving the puck away. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, like, I guess that's, like, kind of a gripe with most teams, except for, like, the Islanders. Like, when you're playing with the lead, dump the puck. They just try and really defend, and it's like, oh, uh, they're boring. They're boring. Stop. No, yeah, the Islanders. No, what I was going to say is the Islanders play like more like how you just described. Like They're all about puck possession. And yeah. Barely any whistles, and they're just holding it, whether it's in the offensive zone or the defensive zone. But if you That's look, why it, they work, win. it works, right? Like, it works. I, And, I mean, the big thing is, is that all of our speed, we have the ability to, and that's, that's the most frustrating part because even Darnell Nurse, he's not slow. Yep. So when I see him, instead of trying to get through a D-man or making a chip, off the boards and going to get the puck in the first corner instead of dumping it around to the other side where nobody can get it right like there's we don't really give ourselves a lot of chances to go get the puck usually we usually give it up way faster than we need to and i'm hoping coming into this season with guys like full and hyman now stepping up going to be playing with mcdavid I'm, I'm hoping we can see that little bit more of a grit but i'm also hoping we see a little bit more less of the dumping in and more more like our hockey because our hockey is skated in set it up score yeah right yeah you're 100 right work our cycle they can't stop that cycle for some reason when mcdavid's line or dry settles line starts rolling into that cycle for some reason those guys can just do a whole lap around a freaking track field as far as how many circles they do but <laughs> um but that's just that's when we're at our best right and i'm hoping i'm hoping that we can just roll into that this season that way with these acquisitions and stuff like that. And maybe even that little bit of time with the Olympics will kind of help McDavid kind of be able to, like, you're going to see what works. And that team is yeah. going to want possession of that puck. You see, the, the other thing that we don't really, we haven't really talked about or mentioned about when we bring up the Olympics is, you know, that break could actually be huge for us, you know, oh, for yeah. our veterans like Mike Smith and Duncan Keith, you know? Mm hmm. Yep. They can take that time, rest up a bit. Yeah, because well, I think it's about 10 days, right? That's usually what they take off, 10 days or a week, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's about like a week, maybe two. I'm not entirely sure. Either way, like you said, I mean. That's it, oh, it might be three for the quarantine this week, this time. Oh, so, maybe. 
It might be a three-week long break. Holy, that's going to be tough mid-season. We're going to be going through withdrawals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, like you said, it'd be kind of a great break for those guys, kind of give them all an opportunity to kind of get set up going for a ride to the playoffs or a drive for the playoffs and a deep run, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially, you know, I, I do envision us probably – playing Mike Smith a lot in the early season. Mm-hmm. And if he gets maybe a two, three week break right in the middle, like that could be all the difference if he's, you know, up to it and he's continuing his pace from last season, like that, that could be huge for us. Oh, hundred percent. Especially like you said, if he continues last season's performance, that'd be massive. Just that little bit of break. I mean, it was crazy. You kind of seen that break he had after the training camps and stuff like that. And he rolled into the beginning of the season had that couple week break because of uh, injury. And then he comes out and he's yep. just do- dominant. Right. So yep. like you said, hopefully he can roll into this season like he did last year. And hopefully that break is enough time to help any ailment he may have, or even just rest his body. Duncan Keith as well. I mean, maybe this is all what I'm saying. Maybe it gives these guys all like a little bit more to, to fight for. Boost. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause they're like, well, I'll have a, a couple week vacation here in the middle of uh, the season. And then coming back as well, like if we win that and stuff like that, you got that energy coming from yeah. David and all that stuff. And oh man, it'll be crazy. Yeah, no, it's it could honestly like it's so much fun to talk about because it's been so long since we've mm-hmm. been able to talk about the Olympics. I remember, I think uh, I was looking at a post on Instagram, and it was saying that the last time the Oilers sent. Um, Last time the Oilers sent players to the Olympics, they were Chris Pronger and Ryan Smith. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh my god! I <laughs> know, crazy, hey, crazy. Seems oh, like wow. forever ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it honestly does. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can still remember the jerseys they wore too back then. So yeah, it was, right? was kind of like, yeah, I know that's a long time ago. Because I think that was the Olympics before Crosby's goal. Yes. I believe, right? So uh, yeah. That was that was a long time ago. I mean, you look at even Crosby's golden goal, that was how long ago now. So that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time since even that. I mean, he was so young then. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. It's crazy because he'd already accomplished so much in his young career at that time, too. Yeah, it's it's gonna be wow, like it's gonna be amazing being able to watch McDavid play with the elite. And I honestly think that that break could be a huge break for our veterans and, you know, even our young guys like Yamo and, and um, I guess he's not like a young guy, but like Archibald, like those guys get beat up pretty, pretty good during the season, you know? Oh yeah, 100%. I'm off to really well, You look good. at guys like Archibald they, and even Yamamoto, they play a very physical hockey style themselves, right? Like yeah. considering they're not very big dudes either. I mean, that's got to take a toll on anybody and on, on any body, let, let alone anybody. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think it's a little break for those guys. It could be nice. Those, those guys are the two guys that I always found like consistently battling always mm. last season and the season before. So here's another take though on yeah. the Olympics. With that being said, playing, I know like some team, some players will get a majority of NHL players will get, a three-week break or whatever it is. But for those guys playing in the Olympics, that's that much more hockey in an eight. I believe they're going into back to a regular 82-game season next year, right? So yep. they're going to be playing 82 games plus the Olympics plus potentially playoffs. I mean, you get to a Stanley Cup final, a couple round sevens throughout the way, man. Like, who? that's a lot of hockey for, yeah. you know what I'm really saying? Yeah. Mm, so that's 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 a big worry because I shouldn't say a big worry, but it, it should be a concern at least for some people. Like that's could be potentially a lot of hockey. I mean, it depends on how the round robins and then the medal rounds and all that, and how rough those games are as well too. Coming into the Olympics, so yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely get your concern there, but I think uh, in a way, luck is in our corner again on this because I honestly don't think there are many players with more stamina than Dreisaitl and McDavid. Well, I mean, they prove it in their three-minute shifts. So. Like they go out there and play defenseman minutes. Maybe young, maybe young Ovechkin when he was playing, maybe, maybe. fifty-eight minutes a game. But 
No, yeah, I agree with you. That's a good point. I mean, it does help that they are really young still. So that does – I mean, it's going to be a little, little different for guys like Crosby who's getting a little older and stuff like that, that maybe even playing those games might really affect his body. But you got guys like McDavid who's only, what, 24 years old? I mean, he's still a, he's still a pup. So <laughs> from, what I, from what I hear, that's what I'm called all the time. So apparently that's probably what he is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> That's a pretty good analogy, though. I like that. Right? So, I mean, he's, <laughs> like you said, lost of stamina in those two. So, I mean, who's to say it really does affect us? But there is that. I mean, we'll never know because I, I we will know. It'll just take 82 games plus playoffs to figure out how exhausted these guys will be. So, Yeah, plus it's going to be fun seeing all uh, all the non-Canadian teams again rolling mm-hmm. through rolling through good old Rogers. Yeah. No, it sure will, actually. Um I've actually thought about getting season tickets this year. So, oh boy, I I always think about it. And I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you know what the best part is. I'm, I'm gonna be totally honest with you. Is the nice part is, is you could make most of your money back on literally three or four games. I mean, you sell Montreal. You probably yeah. you probably wouldn't, but for instance, I'd sell Montreal, yeah, Toronto, and all those other big teams that when they roll through. So, I mean, you could sell four tickets and probably make the whole season ticket pack back. So. Yeah, you wouldn't sell a Calgary game, though, would you? Would I sell a Calgary game? Yeah. Nah, I'd probably just burn the ticket in front of the Calgary flag. <laughs> oh, you wanted to go. <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that's that would be so much fun. To, uh, I would love to get season tickets again, and I think at some point I probably will. But, like... Uh, there's, there's, uh, it's so much fun going to the games. Like, oh man, it's just an environment, really. especially in this new arena. I mean, oh yeah, the Coliseum was an environment too. I mean, everybody knows what it was like to get drunk off Rexall beers, so that was a whole another experience. I don't understand why you could drink eight beers in a bar and then you go to Rexall and <laughs> for some reason two and you're barely making it back up the stairs. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me, but. That's that's a that's a legend there in Rexall, but I mean this new arena, the atmosphere at Rogers Arena is just unreal. Like the whole, just the way they have it set up too. It's really there's not really a bad spot in that whole arena at all. I was literally about to say the same thing. Like it does not matter where you sit in Rogers. No. It is like I remember when they coined it the Cathedral of Hockey. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what it is. Like mm-hmm. it's like a giant, gaudy building. Yep. Uh, don't, yeah. don't get me wrong; those those uh, upper level stairs are a little steep. You could probably yeah, a little bit. take a hard tumble down those. But I mean, the views are nice. Like like I said, it, it doesn't matter where you're sitting in there; it always feels like you're above the ice and never really like away from it. If that makes any sense. Yep. No, um, I totally get what you're trying to say there. So I mean, it was cool because when I was, I actually helped put the glass inside Rex uh, Rogers, right? So I got yeah. to be there right from the beginning of that build right to the Crazy. end of it. And then even like when that first season started and they were doing practices and stuff like that, like it was, it was, it was real cool. I was like arms way, arms length away from Nugent Hopkins and McDavid. But of course I couldn't say anything cause I was at work and stuff like that, but no, I was fangirling hard, but no, that's it, that, that arena is just so nice. Uh, Daryl Cates is sweet. Have you seen that thing? It, it's two, it's oh. two, per, it's two personal suites. Everybody else gets one. It's basically I would say eight rows of seats wide. Oh his, wow! His is like eighteen or twenty rows of seats wide. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, it's ridiculous. And right up center ice, it's crazy because his suite, he has an elevator that goes from the parkade up Straight to the up? main, up to the up to the dressing room, which oh. then goes up to his suite, which then goes up to like the where the GMs and stuff stay. Mm. Oh, so yeah, you can literally wow. ride the elevator all the way to the top, right, right from his parking stall. Like literally, his parking stall is like he could spit on the elevator doors. That's how close <laughs> he parks. Oh, it's kind of cool. I mean, you spend that much That's money crazy. to build yourself in the cathedral of hockey. It, I mean, you deserve those kind of perks. So, but <laughs> right, I'm like, oh boy, no, but just the excitement, man. It's like, and like the way that it is now, like the live DJ and stuff like that. It's just a whole, and like you can see him right there and stuff like that. It's just a whole environment. Yeah, Hunter's new. That's new. Mm-hmm. I guess he's not new anymore. But... Well, yeah, he's not new. Why well, he's newish? He's the newest. He's newish. It's kind of weird having a mascot. That makes no sense to the Oilers. Like, yeah. uh, let's be honest, he doesn't make sense. We're we're the Oilers. We're not. 
what what is what is Hunter? Is he a bobcat? Like what is he's what is, a lynx. Yeah. He's a lynx. Yep. Yeah, because we have lots of those here. Yeah. You, you know, like it's, I, I don't mean, know. It's, although it'd be a little weird watching an oil derrick walk by you. So. <laughs> Oh, speaking of the oil derrick walking by, did uh, did you see that they're bringing back the oil derrick? I did, yeah. That's going to be crazy. That's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I know. My wife showed me, and she was super excited about it because that was one of her favorite parts is when they'd lower the the oil derrick, yeah, and light it up behind it and skate through that. I mean, let's be honest. When when a hockey game, when you were at home watching a hockey game and they showed that, you're like, ooh, we're ready. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that but, reminds me like uh you remember when the sharks used to come out of a shark? Yeah. Yeah, like that was like do they still do that, do you think? I think they do, dude. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. Awesome. I think it's like an inflatable one or something. No, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's still the original. No, it looks like a little like shark prop that came down. Yeah, oh, that, that's I think great. I remember always it. loving that. I know. Oh, it's just it's entertainment, right? I mean, that's the one big thing about the Vegas Golden Knights is they are so excited. Like their pregames, like especially when they first started. Like, do oh you remember what it was like when they first started? Like, holy dude, yeah. what a, what a cool pregame shows. Oh man, they were above. Like it was, it made it so entertaining. You were so fired yeah. up for it. It was so. Oh cool. boy, I loved those things. Like I know some. I know some fans were like, "Oh, it's kind of corny." Or like, "Oh, you know, like this, this is dumb. Like let's just focus on hockey or whatever." Yeah, I was like, I was like, no, nah, it's fun. Like, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be honest, man. I was a skeptic at first too. I was like, eh, I don't know. I feel like it's, yeah, it's I feel enough. like I feel yeah. like they're doing too much. But then you know what? Like as it rolled on, especially come playoff time, man. When they started come playoff time, and it got like more. And got you excited? And Buddy comes out skating with this sword and stuff yeah. like that, and it's like time to defend the uh the the house or whatever it was, and the yeah. castle or whatever it was. Yeah, and then you see like the animations on the ice, and it was it was pretty cool. I always remember the Jets one because they had like the little thing flying around. Oh like, yeah, like, you had to cut through it or something. Ah, I don't know. They were great. Yeah, I absolutely were, love them. Yeah, no, I really I warmed up to it pretty quick. No, I I think going to see a game down there in Vegas, crazy experience probably. Oh yeah, I mean, think about it, man. Like Vegas is a place that lost Sin City for a reason, right? Let alone having getting, getting to go piled and go watch a hockey game like <laughs> I mean, everybody's gonna miss their everybody's gonna miss the game, start of the game because they'll be too busy freaking tossing a 20 in every machine they walk by so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how vegas goes yeah well I, vegas is a lot of fun man have you ever been yeah yeah i've been to vegas but i wasn't 21 when i went so oh brutal well now yep. Now you gotta go because it's nah, a whole it's a whole experience, man. It's just weird walking from one hotel to the next. Like you go, we stayed at the Monte Carlo, so you walk from the Monte Carlo oh, yeah. with you buy a drink there, and you're like, let's go check out another hotel. So you go to like New York, <laughs> New York, and then all of a sudden you're literally walking along the street with the same drink in your hand, and people are doing the get <laughs> the cards beside yeah, you and cards. stuff like yeah, man. Yeah. So I don't think they're allowed to do that anymore though, so that that's, might be nice. Yeah, that's. But it was yeah. a bit annoying when Buddy's like, yeah, and it comes up beside you. I'm like, dude, I'm with my wife, man. Stop having me fucking stripper cards, yeah, <laughs> man. Like, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> leave me alone, man. I'm over this. Bulky. Yeah, no, that was. Uh, yeah, Vegas was fun. A lot, so many bright lights. I'm like, oh man. Uh, I remember like going through Caesar's Palace. Was like, I don't know. I thought it was really cool going through there. Like, oh yeah, the cool like pillars and stuff. But, yeah, and I mean, we, I when we went there, like the entertainment's really good. Like we went and saw who is it, the Jabberwockies, the dance group there. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We got we went and saw them, and it was really cool. I mean, my wife also went and got to see Celine Dion. So I, was like, uh, I didn't want to. Yeah. I, I didn't obviously I didn't go on that trip because I wasn't going to see that. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure if uh, Vegas was around back then, I'm sure. Oh, I, there. she could have gone there, and I would have been straight to the hockey <laughs> rink. See in a couple hours if I make it back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think going to go see catch a game down there would just be an entire experience. I I, I imagine you probably have to do a weekend here. Ah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I just because it would be worth it. I mean, at the end of the day, when you're going down there, you still wanna you wanna gamble a little bit. I mean, some people don't like to gamble, but when you're yeah. in Vegas, it's like Maybe I'll throw 20 in there, right? Like here in the city, dude, I don't gamble at all. I go to Vegas and I'm like, give me 300 on four black. 
three yeah. red. Nah, no. They get you. They get you. They do, sure. man. <laughs> but no, I think it, I don't know. Would tickets be expensive for a for a game in Vegas? I wonder. I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot of else's in Vegas is expensive. So I wonder if a ticket in Vegas would be expensive. Yeah, that is a great a great question. I I don't know. Because like, like comparable to some of these prices that you pay here, it might even be cheaper to literally like. Well, I wouldn't say cheaper, but like it would probably be worth it to go fly down to Vegas for a weekend because you can get one for like you can get a trip for like three hundred bucks. Yeah, go go there for a weekend, spend eighty dollars on a ticket or whatever it might be, and then you're still only paying. You know what I mean? But at least you're yeah. in Vegas. So. Well, at least you're in Vegas, right? So, and you know, you got an extra day. You can just do whatever. Exactly. Food's right? so cheap so, there, and like, oh boy, food in the states is always like, especially their fast food. I'm like, wow. You, you realize? Food, you like, realize real quick why they have an obesity problem when you go eat. In- America. Yeah, it's like everything. Like oh man, their medium is our large. Like it makes no sense. <laughs> you go and get like just a regular Big Mac at McDonald's there, and it's like you're getting your meal upsized. Like your fries are twice the size than what they would be. It's just ridiculous, man. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I don't know. I, I you gotta love it though. It's almost cartoony in a sense. It's like you know, America, go big mm-hmm. or go home. You know. Yeah. See, so here you go. Looking at tickets right now in Vegas, $108. Oh, that's not bad. A ticket. So that's not horrible at all, man. But that's strictly mm. for the Oilers. I mean, if you didn't want to go see just the Oilers, you can go see any other team. But yeah. I think I think if I'm going to Vegas, I'm going to watch the Oilers. I'll tell you that much right now. Probably. Probably uh, I'd go to 100%. see the Oilers. I might go to see, like, um, maybe, like, an exciting team that probably doesn't, like, pull in a ton of revenue. Like, uh, like Florida. Florida I think would that would fun. be that would be a great game to watch. Yep, hundred percent. Florida would be a lot of fun, you know. Or even check out some young guys, go see them play LA or something. You know, mm-hmm. got an even, exciting young team coming out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it'd even be fun to just go see other teams. I mean, Colorado if they were there, whatever. Yeah. Right? Like, there's some very exciting teams out there, but I still think. I mean, a hundred and eight bucks for tickets fairly reasonable considering yeah i mean look at some of these prices for an oilers game it's like you go to see a leaf leafs and the oilers like 500 bucks 500 bucks a ticket you're like uh what imagine imagine a ticket price if the oilers played the leafs in the cup finals holy oh my god yeah during a pandemic good luck yeah good luck with that oh god oh man well wasn't it like ridiculously overpriced the last like that first year because the Oilers made the playoffs their very first year the Rogers place opened, right? So, oh, yep. And wasn't there like a big stink about how expensive tickets were like in that first playoffs? Or yeah, the- I think I remember that too. And everybody was like, uh, really? Like that's what you're gonna charge us? And it seems like they gradually got cheaper and cheaper for some reason, which makes <laughs> no sense. But I felt like there was this big stink about how stupid expensive they were back then. So yeah, no, like that's crazy. Especially because, like, well, I, I, they probably were like, "Oh yeah, no, this fan base hasn't seen the playoffs in like ten years." Oh, they knew we, we were Jones for whatever we want. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah, we, and we'd pay happily too, and we did. Like that arena was still filled up all every time. So <laughs> I still haven't been. I don't think I've been to a playoff game. I, I, you know what? No, I didn't. All I went to was a watch party there. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember they're doing the wash parties there. Now, now, in, you know what? Even then, that was a lot of fun, man. Like that. Little oh, I bet. Party. Yeah. Like, did you go in 06 or did you go in 2017? 17. 17. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. Actually, we went to the game that the Oilers blew the lead, I believe it was. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The pain of that night, I didn't watch that game. Oh, it's probably for like, the best, to be honest with you. I I was so shocked. I like I just I think it was a two goal lead we blew that game. It was yeah, I think it was three. Was it? Yeah, no yeah. man. I like you said the pain. Yeah, like I was I had just come home from uh from Puerto Rico and it was my birthday the next week. It was going or no, sorry, it was gonna be my birthday in like the next couple days there. But it was the weekend right before my birthday. And um, 
my buddy like threw me like a big like welcome home party right so i was over there and i was like oh but the oilers are playing you know like i kind of want to watch this and i was like oh we're winning you know and then yeah you know, a few more drinks later i'm like oh no what, yeah, what, what did i miss <laughs> yeah i was so i was so like in this like odd state of like am i happy about this or or but i was mad. like yeah no i, I was like it's my party i haven't seen my friends in like so long i'm just gonna enjoy it dude that arena was buzzing and then all of a sudden it was crickets oh Oh. man when they tied it dude oh the devastation in that arena dude it was like you could hear a pin drop Mm. it was nuts it was oh that was so bad i mean the food was good i was half piled so that was nice that kind of helps soften the blow but (laughs) also spent a hundred bucks on beer it doesn't make any sense yeah, well, so what do you have like two? Yeah, one and a half. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> one and guy gave me one. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no. no, yeah, yeah, that's uh, I uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, that was probably the the unfortunate one to go to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bad timing, you almost feel like you're a curse. <laughs> bad. Maybe I shouldn't have come today. It's bullshit. We were winning. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, but I definitely would love to go check out a playoff game. I mean, maybe if it happened more often, you know, mm-hmm. not saying yeah. anything. Well, been... Not saying we have a choice, but we don't. So, no. yeah, it better exactly. happen more often. Like, <laughs> you guys better make the playoffs every year from now on. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> choice. no choice. No choice. No choice. Uh, I'd, I would absolutely love to go check one out. And, like, like you said, maybe a watch party would be fun too. I've never been to one of those. Honestly, sure. man, I was like pretty like, I don't know, it seems pretty lame. And then you kind of get there and it's like everybody's still vibing. The TV that that uh, screen in the arena is just absolutely oh, yeah. massive. So it's like in all fairness, it's kind of nice. But I mean, don't get me wrong, it's it's, it's hard to not just want to make popcorn at home instead of spend eight dollars on a bag. So yeah, that's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's the only downfall is the food and the beer is stupid expensive. <laughs> Yeah. At least, at least at Rexall, you had the you had two beers and you were piled. So the eighteen dollars, <laughs> the eighteen dollars you spent on two beers didn't seem like it hurt so bad. But then you go there and it's like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I, I'd absolutely love to make it out to a game. I mean, it's gonna be great to have the crowds back. Oh, it's gonna be a game changer. I think I for sure got to go to at least one, right? At least one, man. Like, has to, has mm-hmm. to. Yeah, at least I think. Yeah, no, I think I I usually make like at the very least I make uh, a preseason game when I can. Like, at, like if I if I'm not here throughout the season or like yeah. if for whatever reason I'm just really busy, I I try so hard. Like at least once a year, I try and go to at least one preseason game with my buddy Adam and like. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's yeah. You, you, I we usually try to make a one at least one, usually two a year. Yeah, uh, um, it's just a nice night out, man. I mean, oh, especially 100%. like I was is sick because the one game I'm trying to remember who we were playing, McDavid had a four goal night, Tampa Bay. We mm. scored four goals against Tampa Bay, and I was literally right, right on the goal line, oh. three rows up from the oh glass that game. And I saw three of the four goals, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is just excellent!" Like I was, bu- I was buzzing for three days after that. Just like, <laughs> couldn't sleep. Oh man, it's brutal. No, that that the last game I went to, um, I think we were playing. Oh boy, the last game I went to, like regular season game was two years ago well it's been a while now i guess since you know we couldn't go last season and whatnot um let's just say lucic fought in that game and that was the only good thing that happened we played literally like the devil's ahl team and lost (laughs) and like me and my two buddies are like oh yeah no there's no way we lose tonight like we bought these tickets super cheap last minute we're like there's no way we lose tonight Let's just that's go a, enjoy this like stomping. Big problem with the Oilers is it seems like we play to whatever level team we're playing is. If we play like honestly a, a subpar team, <sighs> for some reason we play subpar. We play a really good team. For some reason we play really, really good. It doesn't make any yeah. sense why we can't keep that consistent. But that's 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 always my biggest worry when you go to an Oilers game. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> or I'm always like, am I going to see a shootout today? I really want to see a shootout. I want to get my money's worth today, right? <laughs> so I think I've been to one game where it was a shootout. We lost, unfortunately, but. Oh, uh, that is unfortunate. I remember yeah. this one time I went to a game. Like, my uncle took me when I was like, I can't remember how old I was. But, like, he took me to one game. It was Flames and Oilers. And went to OT. My heart was racing. Uh, but I'll never forget it. Alex Hemsky skated through the entire Flames, like, team. Really? Out of the overtime winner. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. Never forget that. Oh, man. Alex Hemsky was just such a good player. Oh, yeah, I know. Do you remember that game when he scored against Dallas when Buddy missed yep. the empty net? Yep. Like, that's, that's still, like, the – I think that's still one of the all-time bloopers on any sports highlight reels, so. Yeah, you see it every Oh, time. man, every single time. And it's just, like, I relive that moment every single time I watch that, too. Just Alice Hemsky was just such a gifted player. Uh, yeah, he really was. He was very like, underrated, that guy, actually. Hugely underrated. Especially his yeah, it's a shame the injuries really caught up with him in the mm-hmm. end. But he was he was great. Uh, he was a real big bright spot during those those really dark years. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. Well, I think we're about uh, time to wrap it up there, Brett. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, well, this has been another week here at the New Era Oilers podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Presented to you by the New Era Hockey Network. Uh, you can find us over on Twitter and Instagram at New Era Oilers. Uh, you can find myself on Twitter at Nick Chung Seven, and you can find Brett's at yeah. You can find me at Big Wills Eight. That's B I G W I L L Z Eight on Twitter. Yeah. Well, aside from that, thank you guys for everything, and uh, see you guys here next week. Hey.